So today is December 16th, 2019, and we're the Fallen Fruit. We're back after a brief hiatus, and so, yeah, we're here to just catch up with y'all. Yeah. Brief hiatus. A hiatus nonetheless. A good one. Yeah. It was good, right? It was busy. So busy. It was very busy. What was going on with you, Catherine? Well... I had a book release. So for those of you that don't know, I'm Catherine Urban. I'm an astrologer and I just wrote my my first book, Your Astrological Cookbook. And so we've been gone for November and I spent November, I had a book release party at Coven where a lot of us do offerings and mm-hmm. teach and whatnot. And um, so that was really, really fun. And then I did a crazy adventurous thing and had another book release party in New York. And I cooked for a lot of my favorite astrologers and a lot of people who um, I was just meeting for the first time. Some of them I've been connected with on Twitter for a while. And anyways, so I cooked for like 40 people, recipes from the cookbook, and that was super fun. And, uh, yeah, also on that trip, I spoke at a conference and got to see some friends and yeah, that was wild. That was wild. And then I just had my last book release party this past weekend at Barnes and Noble in Woodmere. And so i kind of feel like this chapter of the book launch is coming to a close here and I'm feeling pretty good about it. Good. Yeah. It was a busy wild ride for you but it was like beautiful to witness and be there and all that good stuff yeah thanks for being there Lynette and Stephanie came out to the book release at Coven and that's all I've seen of you guys really (laughs) so it's good to be back I know that was the last time we were like all in the same room yeah yeah but there was a good buzz there it was really really nice to see yeah yeah so uh Lynette what have you been up to So I'm Lynette Ramos. I'm a quantum healing hypnosis practitioner. I do past life regression. Uh, I do uh, some medicine work and it's been busy just one-on-ones. And um, I've been seeing a lot of trends that I'll be talking about today with my clients. And I've also been going through the underworld myself. Uh, So um, for some reason, the universe has been kind of teaching me about astrology, making me really connect with every sign. So in Libra season, I felt how it like that essence of Libra. And then when Scorpio season came, I was doing the, the, the deep diving there. So I've been learning a lot through experience. So it's been really intense, but all good. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Stephanie, what have you been up to? Whoo. Um, <laughs> I've been up to a good amount of things. Um, oh man. The last time we were all together was yeah um coven's been great and nice and steady so thank you and shout out to everybody who's been coming through for tarot readings um it's been great being there and connecting with that community um at my other job my muggle job uh the nonprofit <laughs> 12 i am it's not a muggle job <laughs> it i it's not cuz i do get to bring like my spirituality and like those aspects to that work so it's cool how they all interweave um but yeah i received a promotion um, so i am now the director of my department 
Congratulations. So we are moving into um, our office space, which is a house over on 105th. So the Glenville neighborhood that we rehabbed. And so that'll be like our office space, meeting space, programming space. So it's been very busy there. Lots of events for work as well. Um, And just trying to write still, working on my book, trying to find time for that, uh, raising children, trying to remember to have fun. I mean, I have a lot of fun. That is always high on the priority list. So I'll always make time for that. But uh, yeah, and just being my regular chaotic Sagittarian self. <laughs> Enjoying and, my season. And you had a birthday since I we did. saw you. I did. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Because uh, <laughs> my birthday was on Thanksgiving, which I call just National Food Day because I'm not we're not celebrating totally um but yeah my birthday was that day and that was cool got a lot of love so shout out everybody who wished me a happy birthday um spent it with the family some well my closest friends who are family um and that was cool and yeah enjoyed myself booked myself a trip to puerto rico Oh, so next month I'll be going to Puerto Rico. Woo. Um, but haven't bought any Christmas gifts yet. I've just been treating my <laughs> like I bought myself a facial shout out Flower Power Skin Studio here in Lakewood. That was amazing. I felt rejuvenated and reborn. That's so, nice. Yeah. yeah, I haven't bought one gift. Yet. No, I'm everybody's getting like secondhand gift. Like I'm not giving into the capitalistic machine. Like, yeah, I don't, I'm not doing all that. I'm not stressing yeah. myself out. Yeah, <laughs> not at all. No, this was my Jesus year, right? Isn't that why we're celebrating? Yeah, 33. Uh, 33, yeah. Christmas or whatever, or... You I are guess the gift. I am the gift. Yes. <laughs> my calmness, are. my peace is a gift. Wait, time out. Calmness? <laughs> calmness. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah, can all that fire be calm? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how, but I'm slowly realizing that it's a fruitless effort. That's <laughs> oh, okay. It's okay. Yeah, so I have um, some other kind of cool updates. Yeah. So I was telling the girls that I'm having a girl. Woo! So we had, she had her first women's ceremony um, this past week. That's where I got these beautiful flowers. Mm. In the Kundalini tradition, we welcome the soul into the body at 120 days after conception. And we do know when she was conceived. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that story. (laughs) It was a good one. Um, So that's not a mystery. And so, yeah, I just found out. And um, we we did the soul welcoming ceremony. And in the Kundalini tradition, they say all pregnant women should be surrounded by flowers and beauty. Mm -hmm. And so it was really sweet. Like a lot of the women that I practice with, we chanted to the Divine Mother And they gave me like a piece of paper with a blessing on it for motherhood and birth and for my daughter. And so I have this little basket of blessings that I'm going to take with me in the delivery room. So if I'm not too angry, (laughs) I'll have those to kind of center me. And so I'm really grateful for that. Uh, Yeah, that's really beautiful. Cool to feel supported, you know. We're having our own little dark goddess. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, so that was that was really cool. And hopefully the first of many women's circles that she willingly or doesn't want to be 
willingly <laughs> a part of. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. What'd you say? Either she's going to be an Aries or a Taurus. Yeah. So, yeah. So if she doesn't want to do something. Chances are she'll be opinionated she'll, one way and either or another. Way. Yeah. That's <laughs> opinionated. Yeah. <laughs> so what else is going on? Oh, man. What is going on? What's going on right now in general? Like, spiritually how's everybody been feeling it's been for me it's been really intense um i don't want to take it too dark too quickly but in scorpio season i actually had an experience that felt most like a possession that i've ever experienced like feeling like everyone was against me like i was being lied to it was really really dark and i had to really i had to do some candle work other people had to do some candle work so i think for me it's it's just been um about being really heart-centered the breath has been really important for me so it's like as i move through these different cycles it's just being really present And I just want to say um, something that has been coming up with my clients is a lot of people are trying to rush through this phase, like get me the fuck out of this phase, help me stop this, whatever's happening. It's like trying to hit the ejector button and there is no ejector button. I mean, we can do some things to help, to gain perspective, to help us understand why we're going through this, but we can't rush this process. And I think that that's one of the biggest kind of things phases I think that people are in right now is when we're uncomfortable we want to like fast forward totally yeah mm-hmm. why wouldn't you yeah <laughs> right like help me <laughs> no one's yeah. just like yes, let me marinate in this darkness yeah <laughs> unless you're a masochistic or a Scorpio yeah we yeah. kind of like it <laughs> yeah 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 this, you know to an extent to an extent to an extent but yeah this past Scorpio season was kind of extended because we had the mercury retrograde in scorpio and so for you it was happening in the area of your chart that rules your subconscious so you were doing some deep cleaning there <laughs> so it was good it was oh good. yeah it was great yeah yeah i think i saw you like at the tail end of that yeah yeah uh and yeah i remember just we were laughing a lot about yeah. how you were feeling. Well, you know, it's it's funny because, okay, so I love astrology, but I'm obviously not an astrologer. So like as an example, like my ascendant is at the galactic center. Mm-hmm. And so Jupiter was conjunct the galactic center, you know, with my ascendant. And I thought, oh, I'm going to get these blessings. I'm going to like get these beautiful downloads. And interestingly, it did expand me and it did like up level me, but not in the joyful way that I expected. <laughs> Sometimes Jupiter just makes things bigger. Yeah. Jupiter or whatever kicked my ass. But I literally when I like I've noticed my last few sessions, they've been so deep and so beautiful and so transformative. So I see what they're doing, but I just wish they were more gentle with me. <laughs> there's the blessing. Yeah, yeah. there's the blessing. Yeah. But they, you know, they know you can handle it. You're no, like, I don't want to handle it. I know. Anymore. I saw that. It was like a meme and it was like something yeah. about giving me the things to make me stronger. I was like, but I don't want to be stronger. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. You got to be very careful when you try to pray for wisdom because uh, yeah. then the lessons that bring it will arrive. Yeah, the Scorpio season for me was a little bit more gentle because it was the Mercury retrograde was happening in my fifth house. So baby things and um, pleasure things. Not that it was like 
you know, super pleasurable per se, but, um, you know, trying to slow down, trying to get there, you know, I'm trying to take on a slower pace. Um, but the big thing that happened because my moon is in Scorpio, so it was bringing up the past and the family. And we did that ancestral altar on the first day of, of Scorpio season. And my intention, if you, if you, if anyone remembers was, to connect with my father's biological family to Mm -hmm. try to get more information to try to understand I just wanted to know the story you know what what's lineage is carrying forward through me and now through my child well on Halloween on Samhain the day of the dead I found a photo of my dad's biological father so I now he was the missing piece. We knew my dad's mom's side. And so the ancestors delivered. I, and also due to my stellar sleuth work, <laughs> I did some deep digging. But yeah, I found, I found my dad's dad and they had a phone conversation wow. the other day. The craziness is that my dad is 60 years old. Like the odds of him finding his biological parent and that parent being still alive is kind of wild yeah. so that's a big deal that it is was. a big deal so magic magic works y'all we man we put that altar together they were like <laughs> we see you all right we'll come yeah, <laughs> yeah. thanks guys the ancestors have been really coming through like again that's another thing that's been happening in my sessions is that people are coming to me telling me my ancestors are trying to get like in contact with me. I can feel them like tugging at me. And so that is another thing that we've been working through a lot is is connecting with them, healing those patterns that have been kind of perpetuating and moving forward. And that's been, um, it's, it's something that I think it's like we're getting to the gifts, but we're moving through the karmic patterns first. Mm-hmm. So it's like we're doing the healing first and then we're up leveling because a lot of these women specifically are quote unquote healers or intuitives. So for, for anyone out there that is doing the deep diving, the gifts are on the other side of that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And speaking of like going into the darkness and the depths, we are approaching the winter solstice, yeah, which is a time of deepest darkest days of the year in the northern hemisphere and so it's it's apt for it It, even though we're not in scorpio season we're in the celebratory sag season right now yeah (laughs) celebratory but yeah we are um gonna be well the solstice brings on capricorn season and capricorn is the time of year where you know winter it brings in winter and so we got to really focus on the essentials like there's not an abundance that we have in summer or even during sag season when we have like the harvest and everything like that like the fruits and everything that we got to eat before they go bad but now it's like rations and getting to the bare bones of things and capricorn is ruled by saturn and saturn has been we've been working a lot with saturn in the collective and that really does um kind of parallel this uh theme in the collective to connect with the ancestors and the lineage and things like that so it's it's the season for it yeah yeah um weird things have been happening too like i've been getting downloads of like 
my light language is coming through. And you know what's interesting is I was watching this documentary the other day of uh, these shamans and the sounds that they were making were sounds that were coming through me. And it was interesting because, again, I think that's ancestral. It's like I think that they're coming through me and they're helping me doing this healing work. So I think another thing that's been happening is people have been tapping into more of their intuition and things that are happening that we can't really explain. Like we don't know, like sometimes when we're getting these upgrades or when we're going through this darkness, it's like we don't, there's a lot of confusion. It's because we're like being recreated or remolded. And so um, I, I think that in the coming months, I think we'll be a lot clearer about who we are and what has happened and why we had to go through those things too. Yeah. Yeah. I think people talking about, you know, the yearly wrap up we get you know the gregorian calendar transition of things um it's a good reset you know whatever but like thinking about 2019 everybody's like oh god can't wait for the blessings of like 2020 and i even though you know you could say that any year i guess but it does there's something that feels a little more like okay like the blessings are coming. Like there was a lot of hard work that went into the past year. I know for myself, obviously, 2019 almost took me out, but <laughs> I'm glad but, you're still here. But I made it. Uh, <laughs> and I think that's true for like all of us, yes. though. It mm-hmm. was, there was a lot of like different things we were each facing in our mm-hmm. own very like insular ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and even together, like 2019 was, man. Like we were just a uh, few episodes in and like, you know, remember like our little Saturday night meetups. It was like, oh, that was so fun. It was. <laughs> yeah, we're coming up on a year. Yeah, We are coming up on a year. It was cute. We were somebody's like most listened to podcast of 2019. And Aww. I thought that was dor- adorable. We were mine, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I do listen back to our episodes because I'm like, what if somebody listens? Like, what crazy thing did I say that I need to maybe uh, be ready to <laughs> add a disclaimer like yeah. to the bottom like. yeah because <laughs> like sometimes like my sister or my stepmom's like I listened to that episode and I'm like uh what did I say <laughs> what did I say right well we do put the explicit like yeah. we do put that yeah. like adult content it is definitely adult content but yeah 2019 <laughs> was fast 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 like this year went by in the blink of an eye for me because it was just like one big thing and then the next big thing it's just been a big year and I think it has been for a lot of people you know Jupiter has been in Sagittarius for 2019 and fire is fast 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 and chaotic a bit yeah yeah but I feel like it pushes you into those um out of your comfort zones and into areas where it's like the most growth and expansion can happen so I feel like Jupiter and Sagittarius do that together it's like you'll be celebrating on the other side of it. Just give us a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> the celebration will come. Jupiter, pregnant pause. Yeah. Jupiter loves being in Sag. So a lot of people were coming into a lot of blessings in mm-hmm. 2019. A lot of good things were coming in, but it was kind of just a lot. Yeah. And so now that Jupiter's in Capricorn, there's a lot of Capricorn in 2020. We kind of get a chance to slow down and integrate a little bit. So I'm, I know I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I need to get this book done. <laughs> Now's the time. Now's the time. But it's been tough because like big transitions this year. Like I ended a very, very long term relationship, like moved, you know, all this other crazy stuff. Kids are growing up. My oldest son's in junior high now. It's just been like, 
yeah, it's been fast, <laughs> fast, fast for you too. Yeah. And then now you're moving into a new office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big things on the way though. I feel it. Big I feel things. It. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, you know, Catherine will speak to uh, the upcoming transits in January. And I think we have to be really patient um, because a lot of people are looking for relief, but every transit has mm-hmm. its transformational points, especially mm-hmm. with Capricorn and uh, what is it, the Saturn Pluto conjunction? Like mm-hmm. that doesn't feel warm and fuzzy. Mm-hmm. No, so, no, no, no. No. I, you know, it's like not looking for relief, but just looking for like ways of really feeling more grounded as all of these things are going on within us and around us. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really major. Um, not gonna lie. I'm yeah. going to pull up the but this solar we'll eclipse it. that's coming like what the day after Christmas I've yeah. seen, though, it's supposed to I was reading um, that there is going to be this sense of like all that hard work, like you'll start to see that little figurative light at the end of the tunnel and be like, OK, I know this is work- worth <laughs> it. Like I have to just keep chugging along. And the sense of like almost serendipity was the word I kept reading as well, too. Yeah. Um, so eclipses. They are cosmic course correctors, so they're always going to help us kind of realign. Like if we veered too far off the path or if we're having a little trouble connecting with it, the eclipses are going to kind of recalibrate us, you know. It's like getting an alignment in your car or your spine, you know. Um, so that's really nice. It will kind of put things in your in in your path so you can see them and take them and say yes to them, or it's going to take things away. So yeah, we eclipses, you know, we have a season coming up. So yeah, the first one is going to be on Christmas. We're calling it Eclipse Mess. <laughs> and it conjoins Jupiter and Capricorn, Ooh. which is about kind of slow and steady wins the race. And yeah, Jupiter isn't like as quick to expand in the way that it was in Sagittarius where it was like more 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 more. What's the new adventure? etc you know all three of us moved this past year yeah started whole new chapters in our lives and you know the sign of capricorn like i said is so much more resourceful so jupiter is saying how can i get more with what i have mm-hmm. how can i work with what i have and so yeah we're getting this um eclipse in capricorn on december 26th so that's going to kind of highlight some of those themes for us. And our Capricorn house in our chart is busy right now. And as Lynette mentioned, Saturn and Pluto are about to join up. And no, it is not a kind alignment at all. It is not comfortable. These are two malefic planets. Um, but but it's good because Pluto deals with power and it's going to expose the rot and try to get us to create something new out of it. And Saturn's here to clean up and structure. Mm. It's also very realistic, very practical. So this is a very ruthless, unforgiving conjunction that's forcing us to look at reality. And it's happening somewhere in our lives for everyone. And so everyone is having this big challenge right now where they're wanting to feel more supported or more in control. And Capricorn and Saturn, of course, deal with time. So we have to be kind of patient and methodical. So it's kind of like best to kind of slow down and think about what are my options and what is going to serve me in the most long term. 
kind of thing. So the eclipse season is going to be bringing in some of this new awareness around how we can feel more supported and the theme of control. So how much control can we have over a situation and how much control is a situation are we allowing to have over us? And where does the power, you know, how do I feel most empowered in this situation? Sometimes it is, you know, connecting with our own sense of agency and taking control of the situation. And sometimes it's allowing that release. Mm. So this is a south node eclipse. So we are going to be letting go in a very big way in this Capricorn area of our charts. And then we're going to get another eclipse that's going to be on... um, Let's see here. That's going to be on January 10th. It's a lunar eclipse. It's in the sign of Cancer. Oh. So that's going to be a weepy number. I was going to say, get ready to cry. uh, Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So this area of Capricorn in our lives is so heavily weighted that we're feeling the boomerang effect in the Cancer part of our chart. So this part of our chart is saying, all right, Capricorn, work, 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 serious, serious, serious. Cancer's like, well, I want to feel like safe and comforted and I want my needs met and I want to feel nourished and safe. And so all these things. So it it could be a weepy eclipse, but, you know, self-care is that's why self-care is really trending these days is because we're having eclipses in Cancer Capricorn. Mm. So, um yeah, but on and around that eclipse, there's also some really big, big events. So January is going to be the most eventful time of the whole year. So it oh. starts off with a bang. And that's because Saturn and Pluto are going to conjoin on the 12th, starting a whole new 36-year cycle somewhere in our lives. Maybe it's 33. I'm spacing a little bit on that. Sorry. So it's 33, 36. Um big new chapter in our lives and that's happening at 22 Capricorn and so that is where the new thing begins we've been witnessing the decay the breakdown the exposure of what's faulty what isn't supportive in our lives and in the world so we're ready to start a whole new cycle just before that, I believe on the eclipse itself, so um, on, on January 10th, the planet Uranus, the awakener, the planet that wants more freedom, the, will, the planet that wants change to create more space and opportunity for growth um, and possibility, stations direct in the resourceful sign of Taurus. So light bulbs are going off. Uranus stationing and the eclipses are showing us things in a new way the lights are showing us something a little bit different that we never saw before and there's going to be a big aha jupiter conjoins with the south node on january 8th and 9th so that's a big release so we're letting go and being able to connect with a new path that feels more supportive that allows us to feel empowered so january is huge you guys and it's going to be big in the world too too because Eris is also stationing on this degree um at the same time as Uranus and it's in a square to Pluto and Saturn and when Eris gets involved she takes no shit Mm -hmm. so 
when the last time we connected with Eris was 2016 when you know black lives matter and the guns and the shootings and you know people's rights representation you know we saw a lot of feminist movements trans movements so big big stuff I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Let's let's watch this shit crumble <laughs> and yeah. be reborn as something more useful and sustainable. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so yeah, it's big, yeah. big, big, big. Yeah. And it it's like when you talk about being grounded. I think that's when we have to have some sort of meditation or some sort of practice that can allow us to get these downloads because with all of the changes, we don't want to be in like that stress fight or flight state of mind mm-hmm. we won't be able to use these transits as much because we may not allow this new information or these new structures to take place as easily totally and there is so much earth in the heavens in january and for much of 2020 and earth is all about embodiment actualization so you know we can talk about what we're going to do or our vision for the world or our ideas or our feelings but you know those are all important things but Capricorn is really about embodiment Mm -hmm. so we get a chance to really ground down Mm -hmm. this year I'm excited for that I think Mm -hmm. I have like a a problem sticking to routines or like spiritual practices on the regular Mm because things change a lot and Mm -hmm. chaos and I'll wake up on a Sunday morning and be like, oh, no, too many shots of tequila. There's no time for (laughs) yoga right now. (laughs) Um, But I'm excited to, like, come back down to earth, like, off of this season of, you know, my sun sign and it being like, yay, let's just party and celebrate. Um, I need to, like, get back into myself. And I know that's the only way to get these things done that I need to get done that Catherine told me I'm going to get done. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So I am excited for this, like very like grounded and embodying the energy as opposed to just being talking about it. Yeah. And you also, you're a writer. So you still allow that time where you're kind of in that you're in your right brain. You're in that receptive place. So not that it doesn't help to like look at where the opportunities are, but I think you still have that outlet. I think some of us who, let's say, especially if we live or we work in a a nine to five job, which there's no, you know, no judgment there. What I'm saying is, is that we can get caught up in the routine and we're always expelling this energy for something else or for someone else. And we don't allow time for ourselves. And then we wonder why we're exhausted. And it's hard. It's hard. But trying to find that place where you just give yourself even if it's 10 minutes a day like I tell clients you don't have to have another thing like it's on your to-do list yeah right not like you don't want to do it like that but just like if it's when you wake up in the morning five minutes before you get out of bed just doing some deep breathing or some affirmations or in your shower even you know taking five extra minutes so yeah just trying to find that that little place every day. Yeah, and it's all about perspective too. So when you look at it like something on your to-do list, it makes it not as fun. But when mm. you think about it like brushing your teeth, it's mm-hmm. just something you do and mm-hmm. you do it for your well-being and maintenance. And, you know, if you can experience bliss from it, fabulous. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think like the downside of so much earth is that to your point, like if you don't have other elements that you're connecting with in your life like your spirituality or you know having that emotional connection with other people this can feel really isolating and really heavy so it's a good idea to create the balance in our lives yeah yeah that's true too it's like 
know that everybody's going through it. And so reaching out is, you know, something. I feel like people get really stuck in their heads. Like, I'm the only one going through this. Or is it just me? How do I get myself out of this place? Totally. Um, so you're right. Like, just knowing that, like, other people as well are going through these, maybe not the exact same thing, but very similar feelings. Like you said, the collective. There's that oneness, that consciousness. So getting together with your friends and being like, hey. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, that was the gift that I received on the Gemini full moon mm-hmm. this just a few days ago was, you know, this Saturn Pluto shit is happening for me, like in a yeah. very big way in my chart. And it has felt really heavy and I didn't realize, I mean, I guess, yeah, it did kind of feel like I was alone. And then, so around the Gemini full moon, I was connecting with other expecting moms and they were sharing some of the things that they were going through. And I was like, damn, that's heavy. Like, I'm not the only one going through it. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, talking about it, the air, getting the air element. Yeah. And just to remind everyone that you're not doing anything wrong, especially those who have been on like a spiritual path or doing a lot of mindset work or having their practices. Sometimes when we feel like we're thrown off center, we feel like we've gone wrong or we're not doing it good enough. But all of these times are just to break down whatever is holding us back from that next level. And it could feel painful or like you said, isolating. So no one's doing anything wrong. Be really compassionate towards yourself and understand that most people, when they present themselves, they're presenting themselves as if that everything is okay. Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh, I've got everything under control. My relationship is fantastic I love my job I have money in the bank everything is great and I'm making a generalization but just know that you're not doing anything wrong and that you're going to get to the other side and sometimes it's hard because we're tired of being strong like okay I know I can get through it but it's hard you know so just do something to try to bring a little bit more sweetness into your life or more fun to try to balance these things out yeah and again like this isn't happening for no reason. The On the other side of Saturn-Pluto is a deep sense of personal empowerment and, you know, maybe the boundaries and, and the rules that support that way of being. And so as these feelings of I'm not good enough or whatever it might be are coming up, check it. You know, what is creating that? It's, you know, what is creating these unhealthy thoughts? And we get a chance to really reprogram and and replace things, replace this programming or habits or um, maybe it's the job or something really major in your life even um, that isn't supportive and that's grown toxic and needs to be uh, re-supported by something else. So we have the opportunity to do that as well. Yeah, this reminds me right now, like what you're talking about with all the aspects and conjunctions. It's like we're in the tower season. Yeah. Like that's what's happening right now is very much like this breakdown. Um, the structure won't hold anymore. It's just not useful. And it's blocking our view from what's on the other side, which, you know, is maybe essentially for some people like their idea of a promised land or where they want to go next. Um, and that doesn't mean like you're done with tower energy once you've come to the other side you'll meet it lots and lots of times throughout your life but it's always because these thoughts these ideologies served their time um but where you're headed to next they don't 
compute. Like they just don't sync up with it. So yeah. it's time to let it go and watch it crumble away yeah. and stop. Resi- there's a lot of resistance. Even with like a lot of the readings I've been doing, there's this sense of resistance from other people of just not wanting to let go or wanting to even for things that aren't necessarily good for them and they know are maybe toxic. Um, it's just that not unwillingness to let go. Um, and when, you know, you have to keep holding on so tight or it seems like, you know, I feel like I'm putting a lot of energy into this without any fruit to bear, um, so to speak. It's just stop resisting. Like if the universe is trying to take something out of your life, like you said, good reason. Yeah. <laughs> Let it do its job. Let it come in and wreck shop a little bit. Um, you know, everybody hates moving, so to speak. Let's talk something we all did recently because um, it does suck. But there's also that beautiful part when it comes to unpacking and like setting the space up in this new way and that sense of like when you move, you obviously purge a lot of things. I threw away so much stuff. Um, And even that Gemini full moon, there was like this sense I could not stop myself. I was like, I got to clean out my hall closet. I like deep cleaned my entire apartment. It was just like release that full moon release. So when those moods and I guess energies come up, just let them do their job. (laughs) But then, you know, maybe treat yourself to something nice later that day after you've done all that purging, like have a good meal or something substantial to kind of bring you back. I have a question. What do you guys think about full moon hangovers? Because two weeks prior to the full moon, I was feeling fantastic. Like every day was flowing. I was in alignment. Full moon came, went. And then that Friday when I woke up, it was like, holy shit. Part of it was you said the moon was in cancer. (laughs) So that but I want to know what your perspective is on that. What is a full moon hangover? Because I felt it. I think they're real. I've heard about this. Um, I don't feel like I've that's something that I've dealt with a lot. But I do know that a lot of people get um, like insomnia on full moons. And so maybe there is that sense of like all right, I haven't gotten as much sleep. I feel like it's a big, like, accumulation of just energy. So maybe the next day, especially if you are doing spirit work, if you're riding that wave of that energy, the next day, not, like, necessarily, like, a come down, but you're, like, recalibrating, balancing back out because there was such this big surge of, like, energy. Yeah. And a full moon, you know, we get pulled. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it was like fatigue yeah you know just mm-hmm. yeah so I was just curious well, what you guys thought about that and you've been doing a lot of spiritual work and I know that in the periods in my life when I've done those like you do get the exhaustion mm-hmm. yeah you know because you need your DNA to integrate the updates and everything yeah. so yeah that's why the computer has a sleep option too <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly just pause pause, pause. Does anyone have any plans for the solstice? Like, how are, how are we, ce- well, how are you celebrating? But, you know. <laughs> I'm going to be doing some card readings at Pop Life. Um, so, yeah. And I don't know, in my personal practice, I'm not sure yet. Yeah. I'll probably do. I've been, I've been doing a lot of candle work. That's been really powerful. Um, and shout out to Miranda at Coven. Um, she helped me with one of my rituals, which was absolutely life-changing period. I mean that literally. Um, I'm really grateful for uh, her. I'm grateful for all of the people in my life. Like it, I think over the last few weeks, I've really realized the abundance in community and support. 
um, it's been really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so solstice uh, slash Christmas, because I like kind of combine those in my head. Yeah, or Yule. <laughs> yeah. So this is my first year in the house and my husband loves Christmas and I've always been a Grinch. And I always said that our once we had the space to set up a tree, I would go all out on Christmas for him. Um, and so my idea of going all out is just, you know, hanging some stockings, setting up a tree. I have like a runner for the table that's Christmas themed. So I'm going to start to accumulate some stuff, um, especially now that we're having a, a baby. You know, I want it to be fun for her. Mm-hmm. And um, but she's going to know where the origins of Christmas came <laughs> of from. Of course, of course. You know, once once she's old enough to appreciate it. But yeah, so we set up a tree. And um, the reason that we put lights on the tree is because we're calling the light. Because oh. the days are going to get longer. And, and the tradition, like the original tradition of putting the five-pointed star on top of the tree was, you know, pagan. Yeah, for <laughs> so sure. So I want to get like an official pentagram for my tree topper (laughs) right now we just have this like cool bike gear thing our friend made and then I guess like in ancient times it was like you brought the tree inside to like keep the nature spirits warm and you would decorate it with like food for them so like an altar essentially yeah yes yeah so and then the gifts you know gifts to the spirits and okay so I am all about it now that I look at it that way so yeah, yeah, that's how I'm celebrating. celebrating it that way. Like the kids, they know Santa isn't real. We stopped that shit real early. They were like five. Uh, <laughs> I was like, no chubby white man is coming down bringing you gifts. I go to work. <laughs> I go out stressfully and buy you gifts and then shittily wrap them because I'm a terrible gift wrapper. Oh, I can do it perfectly <laughs> if you need help with yeah. that. I'm, well, I, I stopped that. doing gifts for them like last year. Um, I think I still got them something little, but like, you know, little books or treats or something like that. Um, but I've been doing just like experiences, like let's make some memories. So like this love year it. I took them to their first comedy show. They love stand up comedy. Um, and so that was really great. But yeah, they're of the age. They're like, that's fine. But we still have like traditions. Um, I live in an apartment, though, and I just don't have the storage for like a Christmas tree. And I I don't personally like. Like, I like the idea of a real Christmas tree, but I don't want to cut down a tree. Right. Um, (laughs) So we did a Christmas cactus, which was cute. Perfect. Yeah, I got this really big cactus, got a cute little plant stand, got the little lights and little ornaments. And then we all got to pick out like one like cool, bigger ornament to put on it. Um, Because then I could just take the lights off and just just leave the cactus. Love it. Um, So, yeah. But we like have this tradition. So every year when we put up the tree, I make like super luxurious hot cocoa on the stove with like chocolate bars and cinnamon in it and all that good stuff. And then we watch the cartoon Grinch, like the little uh, like 15 minute Dr. Seuss cartoon. And so we did that this year and it was Mm -hmm. great. And I love that like they still get excited and still like making these memories, even though, you know. They're of the age, though, where they can start learning about the real, like, pagan yeah. rituals and I things like that. I love the idea that. of presents, mm-hmm. like, just spending time together. I saw you guys ate some yummy-looking sundaes the other day. Yeah, yeah. I was, I had a craving for ice cream, and <laughs> I picked them up from school. I'm like, y'all want ice cream? And they're like, ah, uh, sure. But Sweet Moses over here down the street, it's just, they put lights up, and they have their little, like, it's a very 
cute like wintertime Christmas place and like old soda fountain type feels. Cute. Yeah, it is cute. Awesome. So, yeah, anything else we want to add about what's coming up or? Does anybody have anything exciting coming up before we close out? Um, I will say that I'm happy to say that most excitement is behind me for this season. But um, we did just have an awesome open chart night at Coven. Um, It's a module designed for people who are wanting to learn how to interpret birth chart, people who've been studying astrology. It was awesome. It was really fun. A lot of people came out and we will be doing more. Um, Stay tuned for... I'm going to be doing a mini series on aspects in the birth chart. So if you want to learn about aspects, if if you already have like the basic knowledge of houses and planets and signs, this is the next step. So stay tuned for that. Ooh. What about you, Lynette? Um, yeah, I don't know when this is going to air, but uh, I'll be at Pop Life on the 21st. Uh, there's going to be a pop-up with... Um, Local vendors, food, music, should be fun. Yeah, I think I'm going to stop by after I'm done at Coven. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, on a personal note, um, on December 26th, I would have gone 30 days cannabis-free. It was uh, a little uh, spiritual payment, a little sacrifice. I'll be happy to restart (laughs) (laughs) my beautiful relationship on December 26th. Uh, people talk about tolerance breaks and stuff like that. I guess maybe we should do a whole episode on just like spirituality and cannabis. Ooh, um, yeah. Yeah. That would be, I have be dope. opinions. Yeah. Do yeah. It. I Let's have, do it. I have opinions as somebody who just uses cannabis in general, <laughs> but I, those breaks. So when we did that, um, we were supposed to do a ceremony, Lynette and I, that ended up getting canceled, but there was a week where, you know, I had to no cannabis, no alcohol. And I felt great. I mean, immediately after the week, I was back on. She was at my house. I was at her house and we were rolling up. Uh, We were back on our bullshit. But it was like an hour after it got canceled. I was like, I'm coming over. um, But I think heading into this next season with even like Capricorn energy, I think I'm I'm headed there next. So we'll see. Um, But Tuesday... Uh, I don't know, again, when this will air, but this coming Tuesday, the 17th, um, there will be a Tarot 101 and Shuffle Party at Coven, which I will be facilitating alongside Coven's other tarot reader, Ponchi, who is amazing and beautiful, and I'd love to have her on at some point, but... Um, we'll be doing a little, you know, bring your cards. It's 10 bucks. We'll teach you how to do whatever, any questions you have. Um, and we'll probably do more tarot workshops. This will just be like the initial one. So stay tuned for those. And those will be a coven. Other than that, work stuff, other stuff, you know, life, (laughs) life. All right. Well, I guess this concludes this episode of the fallen fruit. We are going to log off here and maybe eat some ice cream because that sounds so good. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not pregnant or anything. Just No. Um, Yeah, ice cream has been big on my important list lately. (laughs) Um, But yeah, you can connect with us on Instagram at The Fallen Fruit. And you can also find me at Astro Catherine. And where can we find you guys? 
You can find me at LynetteRamos.com and then on Instagram, Lynette.Maris, M-A-R-I-S-3. Yeah. And you can find me on Instagram at ST period Genese, G-I-N-E-S-E, like St. Genese. Haha, <laughs> get it. Um, <laughs> and yeah, follow us. It's it's at the Fallen Fruit Podcast on oh, Instagram. Oh, I'm sorry. But the Fallen Fruit on Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. Keep listening. Share with a friend. Thanks, y'all. Thanks. <laughs>